Welcome to the Sacred Six Podcast with Dr. Deb Doherty, hosted by me, Deb's daughter-in-law, Jackie Lutz. The Sacred Six is a toolkit for the simple, natural actions anyone can take to help them live a healthier, more active, and more fulfilling life. The word sacred is an acronym for these six lifestyle habits. In each episode of this six-part series, we will dive into one of the lifestyle habits in detail. Let's dive in. We are back with Dr. Deb Doherty. Hi, thank you. Also my mother-in-law. But we are discussing the sacred six and doing a six-part series. So today we are going to talk about the S in sacred six, which is spiritualize. Mm -hmm. Um, Where do we start? Well, um, I really like the fact that we're starting with the spirituality part of it. So we, we, we look at spirituality in many different ways, and I'll explain that in a moment. But keep in mind, the sacred six is all about taking action. So this is about spiritualizing. That's why the S stands for spiritualize. So what does that mean? Well, in, in the area of spirituality, it is looking at the big picture. It is understanding what is our purpose in life? Why are we here at this time in history on this earth? What, were we, what are we meant to be here for? What are we meant to do and to give back and to create within, within the world? I, the difference between spiritualizing and the second one, associate, which, which we'll talk about next time, is association is our relationship with others in, in every aspect of our life. Spiritualizing is our relationship with ourself and with the world at large. It is also about um, really looking at what is the meaning of life to you. It is also looking at what are your values and are the decisions that you're making and your lifestyle behaviors actually celebrating your values or not? Mm -hmm. That's a really big thing because... um, Life is short, oh goodness, and we want to to be the best we can be with our work, with our families, with our communities, and of course, to do that, we need we need good health. But unless we understand the big picture of where we are going, um, we can't make those necessary changes um, in our journey, the necessary in, in, intentions for each day and each week and each year. If we don't know what our purpose in life is. So I, yeah. I really think it's important to spend some time. And it can be uncomfortable if you haven't taken any time to do that. It can be a little bit emotionally painful <laughs> um, to sit and think, and think, okay, I don't want to think about this. I just want to do the things I need to do. But we become so routine sometimes we don't think about the big picture. That's the problem. Yeah. I find like sometimes I'll even tell my husband, like, I don't know, I haven't had time to think about it. Yeah, like he'll just yeah. mention things, but yeah. it's like, there's just so much noise every all the time that like finding that the time mm-hmm. to actually focus on something like your spiritual like your your spirituality whatever that means to you right right it's hard to find like the quiet and and you mentioned in the previous episode how some things can kind of kind of be two parts of mm-hmm. the, the sacred six and to me it's it's I've almost only find the quiet when I'm doing an activity that just oh. quiets my brain for a second. Right, right, like right. for me, I, I lift weights quite a bit, right, right. almost every day. Um, and I really can only focus on that sometimes. Right, and then right. sometimes 
a thought will creep into my head, but it's like the only thought I'm thinking about. And I can actually dive into something that's been bugging me right. or something that I need to think about my values and think about why is that bugging me? Right. Because right. you can imagine the disharmony that happens in your life if you're spending your precious time in an area that doesn't feed your soul. Right. Exactly. Right. Like that's exactly. where all this disharmony and stress can happen. And I'm right. sure like in today's busy environment where we're just met with noise left and right, right. all the time, up right. and down. Mm -hmm. all around mm -hmm. um how you just don't have the time and you don't give the attention to spiritualizing and sometimes people think it's just too big it's just too big of an of a topic to think about but you bring up such a good point so in the e part of sacred in exercise or physical activity that is really a great time to spiritualize so for me i love walking i'm a big walker i walk on my treadmill i walk outside we have like a two mile path around the farm which yep. I absolutely I, know it well. I have my yes I have my <laughs> walking sticks you know and and it's the same for me when I am walking um it I I am concentrating on my walking but that also knocks out everything else that's going on in my life and I also use that as a time to think to really sit and 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 while I'm walking think about what it is I need to do next you know what is happening but but concentrate on one thing because we don't we are juggling all the time we're juggling 20 things in our brain and and multitasking all the time and we we have to have some time not to do that so then you can get two for the price of one so you're exercising and spiritualizing at the same time which i do that a lot i do that with my grandbabies as i always talk about but um it can be whether you with exercising um a lot you can i happen to love cooking so when I am in the kitchen and I'm trying out all sorts of new recipes and thank you and your husband and my other son and his darling wife for putting up with all the food that I have to try out there. You're my guinea pigs You're all welcome. the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, we wouldn't eat home cooked meals if it wasn't for you. Um, I love doing that. So that's a spiritual thing for me because I, I love um, taking the food that, you know, buying the food and or growing the foods, we grow a lot of our own food, and thanking all of those people that were part of bringing that food to our kitchen. Um, and then when I am working at making homemade things, that's a real spiritual thing for me too, because I feel like I'm doing a healthy thing for myself, I'm doing a healthy thing for my family or whoever I share it with. And that's, that's part of my purpose in life, too. I, I love that. And then I learn things that I can teach other people. So, yeah, you can spiritualize and do a lot of things at the same time. Sometimes associating with, with good friends. Also, with keep in mind that this can also be part of your religious community. If you are part of a religious community, that may be part of what helps you to spiritualize. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to be. Religion yeah, is a whole separate purpose, thing, right? Right, right. Yeah. that can help you. Um, so that may be one of the ways you do it, but all sorts of groups that you may be involved with help you to spiritualize if that's part of your purpose in life. I mean, my purpose in life is also oncology rehab. And so my I have met the most incredible people in taking this journey through oncology rehab, not only patients, cancer survivors, people who've been diagnosed, but also the therapists and the medical professionals I've met along the way. So that's part of it as well. Yeah, yeah. and I think, like you mentioned, a journey you know, I think spiritualization is like a huge journey because for me, like as I've, my life has changed a lot in just the past, well, three years of being a mom. <laughs> but like, even just like, if you look at just being in my thirties yeah. 
and the things that bring me peace or the things that feed my fire or the things that I think give me purpose have changed so much. And luckily I've been able to stay in tuned with that more Mm -hmm. or less, Mm -hmm. but I think it's easy to lose track of that too, because sometimes people, if you, if you don't stay tuned in tune with it and constantly assess it, it feels like you just keep doing the things that used to bring you joy and you don't realize that now those are the things that are bringing you stress. Mm -hmm. I have found that with my husband and I, because we used to love to go out with our friends and then we became parents and we were getting older and we're tired a lot. And like going out to us ideally is going out to dinner and having a couple of drinks and then coming home and getting into bed by 10 so that we don't feel like crap the next day. So like, but it took us too long to figure yeah, out right. like that wasn't us anymore. Right, right. Like we're just, you don't need to be out till 2 a.m. Right. You know, shutting down the bar anymore. That's just not who we were. <laughs> we outgrew that. And I think, you know, staying in tune with that throughout your life is, is really important too, like constantly assessing. So, and that's why it's important that once a week or once every couple of weeks, you do take time. It can be five minutes or it can be an hour. And sometimes, people have a hard time deciding how do I get started with this I I really encourage journaling even if you take a journal out and just write words or just write things that you can't even decipher at the moment or that you can't think about but these are just the things coming to my head and then you go back to it later because our lives change every single day but big changes even even uh, occur and and totally change how you spiritualize I officially retired from my professorship at Oakland University a little over a year ago. And that, of course, changed a lot of what I was doing and who I spent time with. And so I am working through my spiritualizing right now as I have different purposes in life. And this is one of my new purposes in life because preventing disease and helping people to to feel good so they can live the best life they can live is now my one of my new purposes in life that I have learned through my own journey. So I think all the yeah. work that you have done prior to you retiring, because for you, you've always filled your days. You, oh, yeah. You've always <laughs> been everywhere doing yeah, all yeah. of the things, so busy, just making an impact everywhere you go. And then you retired and you would think that that would have a very profound, a lot of people go through like a depression when they retire because they just gave up such a huge part of themselves. But I think it explains a lot of how you have been able to transition so well Mm -hmm. because you've done the work for so many years. You know who you are. You You have a strong spiritual life. So I think you can see through the changes in life and actually roll with it. Right, you know, right. and still make it work for you. So um, maybe sometimes, you know, if you're really doing the spiritualization process consistently, it may not feel like this massive impact, right, you right. know, like for me, I just, when I got laid off recently, that wasn't that rocking to my soul because I think I was already mentally transitioning out of it. And I think I was in a place where I'm like, I need to be open to what comes next. You know, I was kind of in tuned with that, trying to figure out already, what do I really want to do? Is it this? Kind of feel like maybe not. So like I I could make that transition kind of smoothly instead of it just like knocking me off of my feet, you know? Um, So there's got to be something, maybe it's in your toolkit about, you know, how do you do this every day? What does it look like daily? Not necessarily like a like a profound moment where you're like, oh, this is my purpose in life. Like, how do you slowly address this every day? 
So it is a process, you know, we need to be, be um, kind to ourselves and understand that this isn't something that we just sit down and do once and then it's done. This is, this is a little bit every day or two or three days a week that we're kind of reflecting and seeing how we're doing in life. And yeah, this is what brings me joy. Mm. You had mentioned this earlier and though we can be incredibly busy and just crazy busy, but loving every minute of it because what we're doing brings us joy. That's what being a physical therapist has been. That's what being an integrative health coach has been for me. I love, I can talk about food all day. <laughs> um, but those are the things that really bring me joy. So you don't, you don't uh, feel fatigued. You have a lot of energy when you're doing those things that you love. Now, not that we're never going to do things that are stressful or that, you know, suck a little bit of energy out of us. Sometimes we have those little things we have to maneuver through and it's about resilience, about being able to do that and then and then pop back up the next day. But if you are comfortable with who you are and where you're going and again, what are your values? Does this feed my values ultimately? I may have to jump over this little hill, but it ultimately is is feeding my values and I'm making the decisions I make every day are are part of who I am so that I can look at the mirror every night and say, yep, I did my best. I did what I needed to do and I'm ready for the next day. We are always going to have hurdles. Um, so it's, it's understanding how do I get over those hurdles? And that's another thing we will talk about in, in the sacred six series is with, um, you know, de decompressing. So the D part of it and spiritualizing really, uh, coordinate with each other quite well because a lot of times our stresses are because we haven't figured out what our purpose in life is our stresses are because we're doing this routine stuff that we do every day and it doesn't bring us any joy and it's just exhausting and it's like why am I doing this mm -hmm. let me go back and see what's the big picture I need to somehow eliminate that mm -hmm. or change what I'm doing so sometimes um, at work job changes can be <gasps> challenging and frightening but sometimes it's the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. Um, I, we see this, you know, when I was a professor also, you see students that struggle with certain classes um, that might even flunk a class or a test, and they're just devastated. But I always talk to those students, too, and said, just wait. <laughs> Let's look at the big picture. What did you learn from this? Mm -hmm. And what they learned from that, not just even the material, but what they learned about themselves in the process of failing and coming back or what we call failing forward is so much about themselves and they came back just better than ever. And some of these are our best therapists out on the street today. So it's just, it's just having the ability to, um, and, and the tools and the resources to sit with yourself and figure out, yeah, it's okay. It's okay that I goofed up on this. It's okay mm -hmm. that this happened. And I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. But, but now I know what to do better. And this has made me a better person. I almost wonder if there's, so why, I don't wonder, I know uh, just through my own journey that it's important to pay attention to what brings you joy and what feeds your fire. But paying attention to negative emotions around you too can be very telling. And I heard a speaker earlier this year say something that really resonated with me. And it was about envy. And when you feel envy about someone or something that someone else is doing or someone else's mm -hmm. life, 
it's actually a signal telling you that maybe that's something that you should be doing that okay. you want to do on the inside mm -hmm. that maybe mm -hmm. you haven't addressed right, right. and that envy is just it's coming it's trying to signal to you like you you should be going in that direction yourself yeah, yeah. you know like i feel that way when i see people getting like public speaking engagements and things helping like happening for them i'm yeah. like oh i want that and i'm like <laughs> yeah. that's not necessarily like a negative emotion it, i need to look at it like okay that needs to feed my fire exactly. that's just showing me yep. a little bit more about what maybe what my purpose is and right. what i need to be working towards because mm -hmm. when i'm working towards things like that that's when i'm the most happy yep. and that comes too down to another point that really gets to me is i'm a I call myself a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've been reading like mm -hmm. any books I did get to this year have been around people pleasing and like overthinking yeah. um, because I've realized that up until the last year or so, so much of what I did with my life, even if it felt unsettling and I didn't realize it, was because it was what I thought was expected of me mm -hmm. or what mm -hmm. people wanted from me. It was the path of least resistance. Yeah. It was what wasn't going to get me people hating on me, you know, right, right, or right. it was just going to make me be more accepted versus what I actually want to do. Mm -hmm. And I think part of spiritualize is finding the quiet, you know, and finding yeah. the time to actually right. think about those things right. and why you're making the decisions that you're making, right. because you might find that you think, that people pleasing, for example, that's my thing, um, is going to make you happy. Mm -hmm. if people, if everybody likes you. Yeah, yeah. But then you, if you go down that path too long, you could end up very far away right, right. from what you actually want to do with your life. And that's yeah. where I started finding myself and right. actually having to ruffle some feathers and actually right, have right. to do things that I want to do because it's what right. feeds my soul and right. taking care of me even though it disappoints people in the yeah. end, you know, and they're happy yeah. to voice that. Right. So I think that's a big part of spir the spiritualization part too is, is really checking in with you and mm -hmm. what, mm -hmm. what your purpose is and just kind of quiet the things around you. Those are excellent points that I couldn't have said it any better. That's really, <laughs> really good. The thing about what you mentioned about people liking you, first we have to like ourselves. Mm. And if we don't like ourselves and like what we're doing and how we're spending our time, and I've always said to my children, um, how you spend your time and who you spend your time with and how you spend your money says everything about your character. We have to like ourselves and who we are and like our decisions. And yes, not everybody's going to agree with this, and that's okay. Because as they say in the Four Agreements, don't take anything personally. Right. This is about me. I have to be who I am. And if I'm who I am, the people that are supposed to be in my tribe will be there. Exactly. The people that are supposed to like me will be there. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I think is real important, and you are a great role model, that when we are following our sacred six, we become role models too. People may not say that. They may not um, come out and tell you, thank you for role modeling for me, because now I can... I feel like I can do that. I can I can make those same changes. But we are. People are really looking for role models out there because there's so much negativity out in the world. And so when you are being true to yourself and living your purpose and living your values, you are role modeling to your family, to your friends, to your coworkers. That's huge because then it gives them permission to also, yeah, I'm going to do that. See, 
I could do that too. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to feel better about themselves. And then you all have more energy to do the things you want to do. Absolutely. That's a really yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I think that's probably when you find some alignment, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the spiritualization process is when you're, you're kind of living your truth. Yeah. Hopefully that shines a lot brighter. Yeah than hiding behind a mask yeah, yeah. or hiding your own light, walking around, yeah. just trying not to stand out and trying to fall in line. Yep. Yeah, we have to be comfortable with people disagreeing mm -hmm. with us or, um, you know, going in a different path. That's fine because it's our path. That's what we need to take care of ourselves. We are such individuals. Everything about us is so individual. There's nobody else like you. There's nobody else like me. Everything about me is a, as an individual. So I have to take care of me first and only when I am healthy and taking care of who I am and understanding my purpose in life, can I then be good for everyone else and, and help care give and help do for others. So yeah. what's the one thing, like if, if people had to take away one thing about spiritualize, mm -hmm. what is the one, one takeaway thing. that you hope people leave with? Um, I think the one thing I would say is take time to, for yourself. If it's five minutes a day, find a spot, create a little sacred space in your house, go sit in the bathroom and close the door if you need to, if you have crazy <laughs> kids running around, find a place outside, but take time every day or at least several times a week to just sit with yourself and reflect. Am I living my purpose? Perfect. Okay. Okay. So uh, we'll wrap up this episode, and then the next one will be about the A, associate. Associate, which is all about relationships with others. Yes. So it's a great segue into the next one, because now we, we're comfortable with our relationship with ourselves and the world at large, and now we're going to talk about relationships with everyone else. Okay. Okay.